0: I'm seeing way too many people predict Auburn going five and seven.
1: Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the
0: Auburn Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. It's a Crane kick Thursday as we're joined by Jake Crane of Crane & Company and The Daily Wire. Jake, I'm seeing way too many people, both national and then ESPN's FPI. More and more folks and more and more, I guess, things and entities are predicting Auburn going 5-7 and this year. And I just have a hard time buying that that's what we should be expecting as Auburn fans.
1: Yeah, look. I, I think when it comes down to you know kind of the national media, the the perspective, I, I think they're playing it safe, uh, which was a, is what a lot of people do in their predictions. I, it's prediction week for us over at Crandon Company. I, I right. Look, I'm not going to play it safe. I'm not going to go out of my way to to say crazy things. I'm going to tell you what I really think. I'm going to go with my gut. Uh, but I understand why some national media, uh, you know, personalities are picking Auburn to. You know, I wouldn't call that middle of the road. I'd call that below average. I, I think every Auburn fan should. Uh, but there are a lot of unknowns. You know, you've got a first-year head coach, which we do know Auburn's past. When it comes to that, they tend to do well. But sure. you got a first-year coach, got new coordinators, new system, new quarterback, brand-new roster, basically, in a lot of spots. And you're in the SEC, and and for the time being, uh, the, the SEC West, on on kind of the, uh, the last year that we have the divisions in the SEC and really in college football in general – but here's what I'll say. I, I think we have to be able, uh, you know, Auburn fans and, and the Auburn family and the players and the administration, everybody, you have to separate standard from reality sometimes. Yeah. The standard at Auburn should never be lowered. Auburn should not be happy with 5 and 7. They should not be happy with 7 and 5. They really shouldn't be happy with 8 and 4, in my opinion. But when you look at all the variables that are going on, there are realistic expectations sometimes sometimes where you're not going to go into a year or, or have circumstances around you where maybe you have a lot of young guys playing, where it's going to happen every year, right? No program wins, goes undefeated every year. But that standard is what allows Auburn to compete with the Georgias and the Alabamas and the LSUs. That expectation should always stay high. The minute that standard gets lowered, you have lost. Auburn has lost, and it's going to be very, very tough to climb out of that hole. Now, when you look at the, the FPI, look, if you look at the, the way the FPI does things, they're wrong more than anybody. I don't trust the computers. Computer never played a snap. Sure. Uh, and plus, at the end of the day, Will Smith's going to have to help us kill all of them at, at some point anyway, so why trust them? But what what I will say is this. When you look at the schedule, if Auburn is a a little bit above average team, I, I think eight and four is, is a very concrete – you know, overall record was seven and five being the floor, right? I think nine if and Auburn's
0: 30, just a hair above average. You think eight, four had, seven five? and 5 I mean, five? the
1: non-conference, I mean, you, you should have better personnel than Cal. I'm going off personnel for, from what I'm seeing. Okay. You should you should go four and zero in the non-conference, right? I, I, I would I would think that'd be pretty much ac- across the board. Cal, like I said last time, they're just bad enough to scare me when you look at them on tape. But Auburn should be better than Cal in that game year one. I don't think Auburn's going to take anybody for granted
0: you would yeah, think it's not the teams that worries me about Cal. It's the nine thirty kickoff. It's the, you know, the first time yeah, traveling and this new coaching staff all the way to yeah, the other side of the country is it, that's more the element I'm concerned about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But hey, again, you have a guy that understands the structure of traveling. in Hugh freeze, he's done it before he's done it a lot. And also yeah. it's your first year. Uh, a lot of these guys are new guys. This is going to be their first time to make a big impression. So I don't think it's, it's not year three, where Auburn had to replace a lot of guys and you're growing across the country and you think you're just going to roll your helmet out there. This is one of the first big tests. And yes, I'm calling Cal a big test because of all those things you just mentioned. Sure. So I don't think Auburn's going to overlook it. I wouldn't be shocked if Auburn went out there and played really well, uh, to, to be honest with you. And then you look at the AM game that's coming up where you're going to play a team that probably has better personnel than you on the road. That's a totally different story. But w- when you, when you look at the non-conference, you feel like you should go four and right? You feel like you should at least split the Mississippi games at home. I I think they're going to win both of them, personally. Well, that's five wins right there. So you mean to tell me that the rest of the way, Auburn is not going to win any other game besides that? I think Hugh Freeze is at least good enough and his team is at least good enough to go steal one on the road that they shouldn't. So I I understand why that narrative is out there. I don't think it's a a lunatic, fringe, clickbait narrative. I think a lot of people that may not be as well-versed on what Auburn's done personnel-wise on the offensive line. They not may not be as well-versed on what Auburn has done the transfer portal from a pass rush standpoint. They look at it. They look at all the variables. It's not an easy thing to project what every team's going to do. We're doing it right now. I mean, I have to sit in here like I'm Robert Oppenheimer, looking at all the physics and the math and the science together to try and come up with what every Power 5 team is going to do in every conference. So I can understand that a little bit, but I, I do think that 5-7 and seven, would, would be a, a letdown. I'll call five and seven a letdown for Auburn. And from a standard and expectation standpoint, uh, the Auburn fan base should agree with that.
0: I just have a hard time visualizing what five and seven would look like. Cause I'm with you. I mean, worst case in your non conference, you're three and one. Like, well, that's the worst case. I don't think that's a, that's not a take. That's not a hot take at all. It's not a stretch. But outside of that, so if you're at three and one, you're telling me they're going to get swept at home. I just don't believe that in conference play. And then you go to Vanderbilt. Yeah, yeah, that was the other one I was
1: going to throw on there. Yeah, so I I just
0: have a hard time visualizing, Jake, what that actually looks like.
1: Yeah, I I, I think what would have to happen for that to happen, the injury bug. There would have to be catastrophic injuries across the board um, at very key positions that you don't have a ton of depth. You know, offensive line maybe. Is one of them? I you know I don't want to jinx anything on here. I'll, I'll knock on wood for you know everybody. Pour one out for my haters. But no, I I don't see five and seven outside of some catastrophic injury bug uh, that that goes through the Auburn team.
0: Yeah, and even at some positions, I think you could take a few injuries. You could, you so, could. It, I mean, talk about five thought. and seven. That's just a bad season. And yeah. we, I mean, we know, right? We just went through that. But I, I just have a hard time seeing that happening, Jake, and I'm surprised how often that's happened. Because I, re- I, I mean, I, it, it, go I, ahead.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it's a casual take. I mean, I'll say it. I, I think I think five and seven is a casual take. I think it's either one of two things: either it's a casual take, you really didn't do your research, and you're kind of looking at at the 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 different variables, the the newness, I guess, the freshness, or number two, you just don't like Auburn. Which I mean, the that bias exists. I'm I'm. You know, like I say on the time uh, all the time on the show, I, I, Auburn hadn't sent me a check yet. I'm going to tell you what I really think. And we're dropping our SEC predictions Friday. I think mm-hmm. some people just don't like Auburn. They don't like Hugh Freeze. And they, they you know, kind of want to will it into existence, which, you know, good luck.
0: Yeah. I listened to y'all's uh, predictions for ACC. I think I'll drop that on Monday. And I was really impressed with how deep y'all got with it. It wasn't just a, like, Is this a Clemson or a Florida State thing? But, I mean, you guys went all the way through it. So, highly encourage folks checking out Crane & Company this week. All right, Jake. Is Texas A&M the most important game on Auburn's schedule? We discuss in just a moment right here unlocked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So, next time you need parts and accessories, head over to eBay Motors. With the eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure that every part fits just right. Just add your car to the My Garage feature on your eBay Motors account, and then you'll see these little green check marks that pop up next to all the parts with that Guaranteed Fit. And if it doesn't, of course, you can get your money back. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Auburn family, let's ride. Jake Crane of Crane & Company hanging out with us on this Thursday. I've said throughout the summer, Jake, that Texas A&M, for some of the reasons that we just discussed, Texas A&M on the road, the first SEC game of the Hugh Freeze era at Auburn, is the most important game on the schedule. Your thoughts on what the most important game for Auburn is this year?
1: Well, you know, and, and I think we've talked about this, Zach, from a, from a media perspective, from a fan perspective, we have the luxury of being able to look at the schedule and say, you know what, right. this is, we can circle this one, right? From an inside Auburn standpoint with the coaching and staff and the players, the, the, next, the, the most important game is the first one. Really, the most important thing is the next rep, whether that's in the weight room, whether that's on the practice field. That, that's the trick. The trick is not circling this game, well, we better play good against Texas A&M, it's, it doesn't matter the opponent. It's about yourself. The coaches will take care of the game plan. They'll adjust the scheme to what they do. You as a player, you have to go out there and play uh, like every team is the greatest team you're going to play. And really, even then, it's about yourself. That's why we hear you know, Nick Saban talk about the blueprint or the process or all these things. Well,
0: J- Jake, you don't think they're watching Cal and Texas A&M stuff this week before next week's uh, prep for UMass?
1: You, you probably got a little bit of it throughout fall camp. But but I, but and and you during the summer you know you tape, tape has been watched right the cutups were made uh, the cutups have been sent in they've looked at it a little bit but you right now you're working on game one the, the okay. scouting report right what you're doing on special teams what you're looking at uh, and there's there's some guys do it differently depending on which coaching staff you have like for example if you're playing Navy week three you're gonna work on some of that stuff in the spring actually. Right, You're going to work on some of that stuff in the summer, just just going over it between each other. So there's been a little bit probably of that. Um, there's some new coaches, too, at, at spots where, where Auburn's going to play, coordinators. There's probably been some stuff uh, that, that has been put in there as well. But they, they're working on game one right now. It's, it's game plan mode, which is music to the players' ears. But I, Cal, I think, is an easy answer because it's an away game. But I'm going to look at, at the roster that has better personnel than you for the first time. Texas A&M, depth – most likely has better personnel than Auburn has on the line of scrimmage. Number one, that's where you look at. Now sure. at the skill position, you know, you can you can make an argument in some spots. I think I think in the back end, Auburn's better than what AM is, especially with what happened to, in the transfer portal to AM this past year. But mm-hmm. you talk about a springboard game. I mean, let's go ahead and run this ground ball out, Zach. Let's say you are Auburn and you are undefeated, right, in the non-conference going into that game, and you go win that game. Imagine the momentum not only in recruiting for guys like, I don't know, Cam Coleman, but also in this first year when guess who's coming right down the pipe? Georgia. What now could be a top 25. I know Georgia's going to be ranked, but Auburn should be ranked after that, in my opinion. A top 25 possible primetime matchup. I mean, they hate Auburn, so they'll play it at 2.30 or 11.30 in the morning, something like that. But but that would would be a huge door setter. And imagine what that would do to A&M. Right. De- depending on what happened against Miami. Now, if AM goes and beats Miami and they lose to Auburn at home, that'll soften that blow a little bit. Not a lot, but it'll soften it a little bit. Then on the other hand, if AM's able to go beat Miami and then beat Auburn at home, all of a sudden, hey, the Jimbo hype train, let's start that bad boy up. Let's put that yeah. kid on the Polar Bear Express and give him his give him his, his teddy bear and let's let this thing ride out with Bobby Petrino. So yeah, I, I would say right now, it's it's the most important from a fan and media perspective. Ah, uh, Cal, I say would would be right behind it because that could be a big, you know, springboard, big kind of trendsetter for the rest of the year. And and you talk about five and seven. Well, you go beat A and M, and you start off with that record. Now, hey, you play a tough one against Georgia and lose. Well, Auburn's not ready yet. The personnel's not ready yet. Uh, and and you're one on one in the SEC.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's so fun to fantasize about. Okay, Auburn goes four zero, beats Texas A and M. And you have that number next to your name. And it's hard to beat Auburn when they're ranked at Jordan-Hare Stadium. It just is. Now, Georgia's very good. But Georgia's schedule up to that point won't be anything special. And, I mean, it's it's kind of the first time they'll have the opportunity to get knocked in the mouth is when they come to Auburn. Now, is that going to happen, Jake? I don't know. I'm not predicting that by any means. But it is kind of fun to think about the possibility that that could happen if Auburn beats Cal and Texas A&M.
1: Yeah, well, just just the the PR around that game uh, will be huge for recruiting. Can you imagine that official visitor list? If Auburn oh. is sitting there ranked against Georgia at home, you look at the momentum that Hugh has right now in recruiting. Imagine that after beat if they beat A and and then you host Georgia at home, and you know you mentioned it, it's going to be Carson Beck's first time, first rivalry game where he's the starter. First true road game where he's the starter. And I wish they'd play that son of a gun at ten o'clock at night, but they won't.
0: nope, they definitely won't. They definitely won't. other uh, other games that I think you could argue to be the most important game, we talk about, you know, not going five and seven. Like I think at Arkansas is sneaky important as well because I think that's one of the more winnable SEC road games after Vanderbilt. And I, I just think Auburn has had. Good luck against Arkansas. Heck, Hugh Freeze went into Fayetteville one last year when he was coaching Liberty, and and I think if you want to go eight and four, you've probably got to beat the Razorbacks in Fayetteville.
1: Yeah, you know if you're able, again, if you're able to beat A and on the road, I, I kind of look at it in twos, right? Yeah. Like you have you have the the Mississippi schools at home, you have Alabama and Georgia at home. You have A&M, you know, Vanderbilt on the road. I'm going to let that be an outlier. No offense to Vanderbilt. Y'all just please finish you stadium. Like, you you have, you have uh, the Mississippi schools at home and then at A&M, right, and at Arkansas. If you could find a way to split A&M at Arkansas, beat both the Mississippi schools at home, which I think you should, beat Vanderbilt on the road – and have a chance to beat Alabama. I think it's going to be e- not that it's easy, but I think it's more likely Auburn has a chance to beat Alabama in their kind of transition year uh, at home as opposed to Georgia. Sure. Then you sweep the non conference. Well, th- th- bing, bang, boom. There you go. And that's a hell of an eight and four.
0: Why are you so confident about Auburn beating Ole Miss at Jordan Hare stadium?
1: I don't trust Ole Miss up front. Like, again, I, I base everything that I do, it starts up front. That's the engine of the car. That's the heart of the body. That yeah. is the, the, the entree of the meal. Whatever euphemism, cliche you want to use. Not that Ole Miss has bad players. I just don't think they're going to be able to overwhelm Auburn up front. That's why you look at Georgia. They can overwhelm Auburn up front. Alabama can probably overwhelm Auburn up front. It's going to be A I think has a better chance to overwhelm Auburn up front than Arkansas does. But what Arkansas has in the backfield, KJ Jefferson counts as three people, and Rocket Sanders counts as two. Uh, it's 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 that game's going to be tough and Fayetteville with what I think Arkansas is going to do this year. So it, it starts and ends up front. That's what that's why I feel like you know Mississippi State with Zach Garnett is going to be kind of a new flavor of ice cream, which I think is going to be better for for Will Rogers. But I don't think either one of the Mississippi schools are just going to be able to bully Auburn. On both sides of the ball, up front, and at home, you got that plus seven advantage, in my opinion. Uh, and look, Auburn fans know they need all of them, but but those two especially.
0: All right, Jake. There is a narrative that has emerged out of fall camp that's now behind us that I wasn't expecting. I, I want to get your
1: Taylor Swift last year. Okay. Good. Good. Oh wait, different narrative. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Took me a second to, get, to figure out where you are going from. Uh, Yeah, I want to get your thoughts on this narrative that I didn't see coming next right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at BetterHelp. Mental health is extremely important, and BetterHelp is here to help you. Whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected with what you really want while you navigate life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement and trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. If you're thinking about starting therapy, I encourage you to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with Better. Help visit betterhelpcom slash locked on college today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp help. H E L P.com slash locked on college. Jake crane, few more minutes as we wrap up today's show, a narrative that has emerged out of Auburn's fall camp that I was not expecting is that going into it, we felt so good about Auburn's defense and all the questions were about the offense. And somewhere over the last three to four weeks, that seems to have flipped, and I just didn't really see this coming. Now there seems to be questions about the defense, and a lot of confidence about the offense. Do you think that's a fair assessment? And do you think that's a fair uh, narrative that has kind of emerged?
1: Well, you know, the, the way it's kind of worked out is, is I think the way that it should work out. Uh, you know, early in fall camp, you always want the defense to be ahead of the offense early. You, you always want. If not, then then there's there's some legitimate problems. But eventually, the offense kind of catches up. At the end, they get in the groove a little bit. That chemistry really starts working because defense is reactionary, right? You, you're react. You want to dictate and set the tone. I'm not saying that, but you're reacting to what the offense is giving you, whether that's personnel groupings, formations, plays, adjustments, motions, mid, you know, things in, in mid-play, option routes, choice routes, things like that. So uh, offense, it takes a little bit more time. But but what I think you're seeing is. Auburn's offensive line is actually good, which yeah. is crazy to think about how bad Auburn's offensive lines have been here recently when the program is basically built on the run game, uh, you know, a good offensive front and a good defensive front. Every good team is, every good program is. I think now, I mean, you're hearing that that they're actually kicking guys inside. I mean, two now running the tackle. They kick Gunner inside. I'll give you a hint. When it's going bad, guys get kicked outside. That's when it's going bad. When it's going good, guys get kicked inside. Why? Because your tackle, We there's a reason tackles get drafted right after quarterbacks, right? There's a reason edge players get drafted so high. It's because you're having to protect the edge of the line of scrimmage, the backside of the quarterback. And if you don't feel confident in that tackle, you got to try and replace them. And typically, your best players are right inside of them, so you have to bump them out and hope. It's the opposite right now for Auburn, which I think is a good problem. But I think the depth has been a little bit better now, we have to understand, too, these defensive guys that have stuck around, this is also a new system they're going up against. Sure. And there's more options in this system than what Auburn had run previously before. And we always talk about balance isn't just run to pass. We talk about this on Cranny Company. Balance is the quarterback and offensive coordinator making the right decision with what the defense is giving them. And when you run a system that has multiple options every play, the defense is going to show you their cards. It's your job to be able to adjust to what those cards are being shown and make the right decision. I think there's more outlets right now for Auburn to be able to spread the ball around and make adjustments during the middle of the play than there has been in a while, and that puts a lot of stress on a defense, which is a good thing because guess what? Auburn does not play Auburn one time this season. So it's good It's good to see that, and I think that's why you're kind of seeing that narrative. So uh, I do think they've upgraded at the skill position too. I mean, look what you've brought in on the outside in the wide receiver group. I, I think the kid at tight end, Fairweather, uh, is is uh, is going to be unbelievable. Um, so, you know, again, I, I think Auburn, it's a multitude of things, but I think in this case it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, so obviously you're right. Auburn doesn't necessarily play Auburn, but this Auburn defense is going up against several high-powered offenses. And maybe I'm higher on Ole Miss than you are, but they're going to play Ole Miss. The upside of Texas A&M with their new offense, I think could be potentially lethal. We'll have to wait and see. Alabama and Georgia are going to figure things out on offense. I don't think there's any question about it. So they're still going to play these offenses that are intricate and can do a lot or just overpower you, depending on who we're talking about here. So you you don't think that's a concern? You think it's just Auburn going up against each other every day? Well, you know,
1: it, it, somebody's got to win during these plays. So, sure. you know, regardless of who you listen to, it's like, oh, well, the defense won this scrimmage. Should I be worried about the offense? Well, it's not just going to be, a, I know you know this, but it's not just going to be a stalemate every play. Like there, yeah. it's not just going to be, Everybody can't do great on every play. Where I look at is your experience in the secondary and at linebacker. I like what Auburn has at linebacker. I think the group's actually better than what people think. My only question, and this is the one we've talked about a lot, I think Auburn's going to hold up against the run. I think that's what happens when you go against a good offensive line every day. That's another offshoot of having a good offensive line. It makes the defensive line better. The question I've come on here and asked, and that we've talked about since it started coming on here, is the pass rush, right? Fault, McLeod, McAllister. All these guys coming off that Marcus Harris from an interior standpoint, I think you can kick him out some as well. How good will Auburn's pass rush be? Because the pass rush gets you off the field on third down. Auburn's going to get team. Uh, look, Coach Roberts is, is not afraid to get Joe exotic when it comes to blitzes. Okay, He's not afraid to get weird. But you don't want to have to manufacture pressure all the time. Just like on offense, you can't trick your way to a successful season at some point you got to be able to rush four and get there so to me that's the biggest question for Auburn that's the concern I have because if they can and that ball goes in harm's way you look at what Auburn has in the back end they can not only make you pay they can make you pay big so look as a DB guy my best friend was the D-line coach right the D-line can make the DBs look even better it's hard for the DBs to make the D-line look good
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. Jake Crane, thank you so much for your time. As always, my friend, what all is happening right now at Crane & Company?
1: Everything. Absolutely everything. College football is here. Like I said, we've been doing predictions all week, taking live calls. We have a live chat. We talk everything from coast to coast. We're doing our SEC predictions Friday. You'll find out what I have Auburn going. We're live every weekday morning from 6.30 a.m. To 8 a.m. Central, but you can catch it after uh, as well. And our Sunday recap show is back. Zach, we wake up every Sunday morning, recap what went on, uh, take questions live in the chat, and we are 2,000 away from 100,000 subscribers. Ooh. So if you have a chance, okay? Look, I'm from—I was born in East Alabama Medical Center, man. I breathe the same air, y'all. That's the first breath I took was the Auburn Opelika air. So head over to YouTube, type in Crane and Company, C-R-A-I-N-N and Company. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, we we have a lot of fun, man. I, I think you'll enjoy. It.
0: Yep, Auburn people love Auburn people. Uh, make sure Jake is definitely uh, de- he is definitely an Auburn person through and through. Uh, favorite week zero matchup you're looking forward to.
1: Man, you know I I, I do want to say this. All right, if you're betting, do not forget that the clock rules are different this year. The clock does not stop after a first down unless it's under two minutes. It's like the NFL. So when you look at games that, I don't know, maybe Navy's playing Notre Dame and it's a 50 and a half over-under total, Navy being able to not have the clock stop after a first down is going to take seven to eight minutes off that clock in that game. And sure. that's just one game. But look, Jacksonville State's got a huge opportunity at home against UTEP a team I think they can run with, even though UTEP brings back pretty good offensive line, one of the best in conference USA. Uh, you look at San Diego State in Snapdragon for the first time, hosting an Ohio team where there's no Rourke at quarterback. That's a heck of a game. I think USC is just going to pull San Jose State's pants down in front of the whole high school. I I, I don't think that one's going to be close. But either way, Zach, it's college football. So give no bandy love?
0: You live in Nashville.
1: Man, it's, I don't know why, right? But that line keeps going down. For Vandy Hawaii, it was at 19 and a half. Then is at 18 and a half. Now it's at 17 on DraftKings. That it's making me nervous for some reason. But Vandy should destroy them, right? They should. But what does Vegas know? I know. What does Robert De Niro and them know out there that I don't know? So yeah, I'm looking forward to Vandy. And and look, I'm I was a big Timmy Chang guy uh, when when he was at Hawaii. Loves watching him and Cole Brennan and all those guys throw it around. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But I I think Vandy's gonna blow him out.
0: Jake crane. Be sure to give them some love. Jake, uh, crane and company on YouTube. You can find all my written work at auburndaily.com and we will see you tomorrow. This has been locked on Auburn.